Good evening and welcome to another edition of Dirty Dishes Podcast. I am trying to squeeze in a another little podcast here before um, anything else happens today. I appreciate anybody's patience who is who we're going to listen and I have not had time to get to it. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Um, where do I begin? I'm going to say that today is called a Rona Rage Day. Um, shorten the coronavirus, call it Rona Rage. Um, today, my work was supposed to get back with me about whether or not um, I was going to be able to work from home. And I really need to know that today because my children are starting school next week and they have e-learning um, three days a week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays. So it was really important to find that out today so I could move forward with plans and get things aligned. Um, child care is kind of an issue here right now because um, a lot of centers are only taking so many children and the Boys and Girls Club here, um, it, it's different as well because they're only taking 100 children. So when you think of that in the grand scheme of things, 100 children, that's pretty limited when you think about all the children in school and everything like that. So it's just very, very trying right now with everything. Um, Plus, when I was trying to do the podcast earlier and get this recorded, I was trying to do the you pick groceries. Um, If you've ever done that through like Walmart, Kroger, Meyer. So like I'm trying to do this podcast. And then at the same time, I had these text messages popping up saying, this is out of stock. This is out of stock. This is out of stock. Do you want to replace it? Do you want to replace it? I'm like, oh, good Lord. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it through this podcast because I have way too many questions to answer. But thank God my groceries are picked now and I can move forward. Um, The other thing too is the normalcy that is lacking for the kids right now. It's just not great. Um, because I keep hearing my one daughter say, I want to be with my friends. I want to hang out with people. I want to see people. I want to go to recess. I want to know who my teacher is. And granted, she's going to have those things a couple days a week on Mondays and Wednesdays. And, and that's fine, but I don't think it'll be enough for her. And it's probably not enough for other children either. Um, if your children are social and, and they want to see their friends and they want to go outside at recess and play and do all those things that kids do, it, it becomes very difficult. And as a parent, you're like, what do I do? Um, I actually had a friend, one of my daughter's friends, mother, <laughs> did you get that? My daughter's friend's mother, um, she actually contacted me and sent me a text and said, hey, you know, when can your daughter get together with my daughter? And I was like, whoa, I was like, um, I don't know about all of that. Um, I'm not ready to do the whole let's have the friends get together thing. Um, yes, my kids have been around their cousins and family, but I have not branched out into the friend zone. I have seen some families have friends over, let their children have friends over, and that's that's totally fine. I just, 
my husband and I are not in that zone yet. We're not in that frame of mind yet. And some may say, oh, live and let live. And that's totally fine. Um, but it's one of those situations that I think is a personal choice. So I just told her at this point in time that my daughter's only hanging out with family. And she goes, oh, no, I completely understand. I was just asking for in the future if things ever clear up. And I was like, well, I'll get back to you, you know, when things turn around or things get better or we get more knowledge about this virus. But right now, um, I just don't feel that it's the right thing to do. And that was hard as a parent because you want your child to go out and have friends. You don't want to alienate any, anyone, but at the same time, you don't want them to bring something over here that could potentially affect the whole house. And so that was hard because you want to see your kids thrive and have those relationships. So it makes it very, very difficult at times as a parent when you're presented with those issues or those situations. It's not necessarily an issue. Um, The other thing for me is when the kids come home, I've been debating, what do I do? Do I have them stripped down? Do I have them go right into the shower, change clothes, and then they can go outside and play later and then maybe take another shower if it's really warm out? Do I wash all their clothes right away when they come home from school? Am I going to have a Lysol spray station when they get home that lunchboxes and backpacks are sprayed down? It's just one of those situations that you just don't know how to handle because it is foreign to everybody. And these are the things as a parent that you think about you and your partner and you're like, what do we do? How do we handle this? Um, It's it's a lot. And the other thing too is um, as kids get older, sometimes they look forward to school pops, school supplies, <laughs> and they want to go shopping for school supplies. They want the awesome pencil or the notebooks or the folders that they have to get. Um, but this year I went simple and I just did notebooks and pencils and masks. Those were their staples. Um, we didn't really get any school lists this year from the schools. Nothing was said to us like, hey, they need to have X, Y, and Z supplies. I'm sure maybe on the first day of school that will change for them and they might need some supplies, but I think it's going to be different because in years past, we've had what we, what the kids do is they pool all the supplies together. Um, Like, so for example, we buy extra Kleenex and extra tissues and stuff and that gets set off to the side and then if a child doesn't have the ability to get extra pencils or extra Kleenex or whatever it may be, they can go and get them from the pool, the pool of supplies. So I think it's a really great thing, but I think this year that's going to be extremely limited. Um, I also feel like the first day of school is going to be very hard because they're going to go there the first day and then the next day they're e-learning. So there's no real rhythm. You know, the first week you get to know your teacher, you get to know who's in your class, you know, you decide who you're going to sit with at the lunch table or who you're going to hang out with on the playground. So it's going to be a completely different setup from what the kids are used to. 
And the other thing too is the school system has not said how they're handling lunches. So are kids packing their lunch? Are they actually going through a lunch line at school? Those are some really unanswered questions. And it's so hard when the kids ask me or my partner like, hey, you know, um, do you, what's going to happen with this or what's going to happen with that? And you're like, I have no clue because you don't have any answers from the school system because they're just trying to go day by day. And that's been really difficult too um, because we did not have a decision from our school district until last Friday and that was extremely hard. The wait was irritating to say the least and I know that schools are trying the best they possibly can right now but as a parent with all of this and your children asking you things and trying to get things set up through your work um it causes a lot of friction a lot of irritation I'm sure there's a lot of wine or beer being sold right now because it's stressful it's craziness and there's times I wanted to yell at the school system. I saw all these comments coming in on Facebook one night um, from our school system just saying, oh, you know, we changed our minds. We reversed this decision. We reversed that decision. No, we're going back to the original decision. And I did see a parent on there that made a good point. You know, your one of your main jobs during this is to communicate and to be upfront and to be forthright with what's happening. Um, and part of it too was because someone decided they were gonna leak it to the media. And, and I think partly, part of that was intentional because it made the school go back to its original stance about letting the kids go to school. Um, but it's very hard not to comment when you see other people commenting on there because you have so much rage. But as a parent, I am trying to maintain that state of calm because I feel like that is so important. Even though I'm raging on the inside, it's so important for me to show my children that, hey, look, you know, even though we are in the midst of chaos and there's going to be times of craziness and confusion, we really just need to remain calm and try to be as level-headed as possible about this. Now, that doesn't mean that mommy is not going to cuss occasionally. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to have to go outside and um, scream into the forest because <laughs> I need that. I need that reprieve. Um, what I will say is that I liked the fact of the parents on Facebook who are treating it like any other day, you know, they're posting pictures of their kids first day, you know, saying so-and-so is in fifth grade, so-and-so is in second grade, you know, they're still going through all that. And I think that's a really great thing to do because it brings that sense of normalcy. We do this every year with school. We always take pictures. Um, this year I'm going to be disappointed because when my stepdaughter goes to her first day, it has traditionally been with us. It has always pretty much fallen on the week that we have her. So this year, I'm not going to be able to take her on our little journey to Dunkin' Donuts in the morning where we get hot chocolate and the little munchkin donuts that has been our thing for the past several years. 
Um, so with the school flip-flopping dates, it, she's not here with us. So that's going to be hard for me because I like to do that. I was excited when they kept the school days originally how they were because her first day was going to be up with us again and I was like yes we can go to Dunkin Donuts we can get hot chocolate together this is going to be our thing yes it's summer and yes I know hot chocolate are we crazy but that has just been our thing so it's it's hard when you can't provide that normalcy it's hard when you're feeling Rona rage and so much frustration and there's negativity you know with how the school has handled things and I want to give the schools the best benefit of the doubt I possibly can but I will say it's been really hard because at one point we were told that our children need to return the tablets and then we were told no the children need to keep the tablets and I understand that this is all new and I can't imagine the pressure that the teachers feel and I can't imagine how they feel because their world has really been shaken as well you know they aren't going to get to know their students on that personal level and if a child is struggling with a course or some mathematics or English or whatever it may be that they're studying at that moment and they're struggling with it and the teacher might not find out for weeks it, it may be longer, it may be months, you know, because you're not seeing that child day to day. You're not forming that bond or that relationship. Uh, you know, I think about the kids who are also special needs in this situation. You know, where does that put them? Where does that put their parents? Because you're trying to also give them a sense of normalcy in their life, even though their special needs treat them like, an, you know, every other child should be treated. And it just just becomes so different and so hard in these situations and I can't imagine that and then you know there's teachers that send kids to social workers and things like that to help them through hard times or they're in home situations that are unpleasant and now you're in this situation where they're home more where maybe they're not getting the support that they need or the nutrition that they need and there are so many things that go along with this and I think sometimes I myself even forget like how much school provides for children so when sometimes when we want to take funding away or we're upset about taxes because we don't have kids in that school system because we live outside that district or whatever the situation may be, we have to really sit back and realize, oh my gosh, even though I'm feeling all this rage right now, schools do provide a lot. Schools do support students in a lot of ways that we forget. And I am guilty of doing that as a parent as well. I am guilty of thinking, well, why are you taxing me more? And things of that nature. It's it's very, very difficult sometimes to sit back and say, all right, this is all happening. What can I control in my storm? <laughs> Where can I seek shelter? Where can I seek solace? And so what I would take away from this, even though I'm in the midst of Rona rage, is that schools provide a lot of opportunity for our children. And this is a difficult time and we're all on uneven ground. And it's so hard sometimes to know what the right thing is. And sometimes we don't know what to do. But I think we have to sit back and realize 
let's give our kids some normalcy here. Let's treat it like any other school year, even though it's not. Let's take those pictures outside like we always have if it's tradition. Let's go to Dunkin' Donuts. Let's do what we can to make the school year feel just like another year minus the virus.